What's going on, y'all? Thank you so much for joining in for another episode of Snaps and Golf Claps. I'm extremely happy to have you guys all here. If you are new here, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please do me a favor and leave a rating and a review on whatever audio streaming platform you listen to this podcast on. Also share the episode if you like it and you feel like it resonated with you and could resonate with someone else. If you're not new here and you've been around, I'm not judging you, but do me a favor if you haven't yet, leave a rating and a review. It really does help guys and all of the support has been showing and it's truly a testament of what the power of community is. So thank you guys so much for all of you that have left the rating and a review that share the episodes and that show love. It doesn't go unnoticed and the numbers show. And even though this is not a numbers thing, this is a community thing. And seeing the numbers grow means that the community is growing. And that's always a great feeling. So thank you guys for your support. None of this is possible without each and every one of you. So I'm extremely grateful and appreciative of you all. So last week was a bit of a bye week. It wasn't intentional. I did have a episode that I was really excited about, but due to audio issues and it not reaching my level of quality or my quality standards, I didn't release it. But I think it was maybe, you know, I was a little bit bummed out about it at first, but I was also traveling and spending time with loved ones and maybe it was for the best. But that's okay. Neither here nor there. We took the necessary rest and the necessary time off and now we're back and we're able to get back into the swing of things and reconnect with each and every one of you. How's everybody doing? I know we're steamrolling into this new year. I blinked and four weeks had passed. So how are you guys doing? I hope everything is going well and I hope you guys are feeling great. This past week, I've been getting back into the groove of things. I finally got back from my travels and I realized that while I was traveling that I wasn't in my routine and sometimes that can make me a bit anxious because I love my routine, but I also realized that I had the time to really reflect on why my routine was important and what it was doing for me so that when I got back, I found a new value in my routine and just was really grateful and appreciative for the fact that I had a routine that made me feel so good. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in routine that we start going on autopilot. And for most of us or a lot of us, routine is meant to provide structure, but also presence. And I think sometimes, at least I'm guilty of this, where my routine becomes so robotic and so regimented that I miss the presence piece and I'm just glazed over and going through the motions. And it's important for me to check in with myself and just make sure like, hey, are all of these elements in your routine still working for you? If the answer is no, you got to make some moves. If the answer is yes, then great. But a lot of my routine, especially in the morning, is grounded and rooted in being present and setting the intention for the day to maintain presence. And I kind of want to talk about presence a bit today because I was sitting in a coffee shop and I went in there with just the book. Usually when I go to this coffee shop, I go in with about four notebooks, my laptop, my iPad, and I have my little task list and I'm just going through it and checking things off, scratching things out and getting things done. But I just went in there with my book And I said, you know what? I'm just going to read today. And once I'm done reading, 
I'll move on to the next thing, whatever the next thing is. So I'm sitting there and I'm reading my book and about 10 pages in, I start getting anxious. And I'm not really sure where this anxiousness is coming from, but I feel it rising as I continue to read. So I close my book and I started thinking like, what is going on with me? And lo and behold, about five minutes after, I get a calendar notification. And I open up my Google Calendar and I see that bad boy is stacked. Stacked with what, you may ask? A whole lot of nothing. And I say a whole lot of nothing because, yeah, there were tasks that I probably should do and tasks that would be beneficial for me to do. But there were also a lot of tasks that were not substantive enough to elicit a feeling of anxiety like the one I felt. And I realized in that moment that the anxiety wasn't because of the things that I had to do, but the fact that I wasn't quote unquote doing, which then led me to think, well, I am doing, I'm reading. That's a thing. That's a task. And that's something that I enjoy. And I felt really present in that moment. But the thought and the looming overhang of needing to do stuff just circled around my head once I saw that calendar. And instead of doing what any sentient being would do and deleting all of those things off of my calendar, I closed up my book and I went and ran to do a bunch of non-substantive tasks for the rest of my day. At the end of that day, I started thinking like, man, I need to address some stuff within myself. I have this need to check things off the list and scratch things off the list. And I almost at times feel guilty for having moments where I am just doing things for myself without any direct end in sight. And I've become so task oriented that anything that's not a task or has a metric tied to it makes me feel a bit anxious. So then I started thinking, where is that leading me to? Where am I headed? Not everything is a task and not everything needs to be a task. Sometimes I can go read and maybe one day it's 10 pages and the next is 50. There doesn't have to be a metric tied to it. There's no need to feel a sense of accomplishment with everything that I do. And in that moment, I had a deep reflection of so often we get so caught up in putting your head down and grinding and hustle culture has gotten so put on this pedestal and just praised and it's looked at as such a necessary thing in order to reach that pinnacle where you are finally able to be free and be the person that you want to be and have the time to do everything. But it's arrogant to think that you'll be able to go through all this and reach that said pinnacle. And it's even more arrogant to think that you can just magically turn everything off and just be present and be free and feel not stressed about things when you reach that pinnacle. On the contrary, it'll probably be even worse because you'll be trying to maintain a certain lifestyle whilst also trying to be so free. And it turns out that the things that we think matter so much don't actually matter because the thing that actually matters is living your life, whatever that looks like. You know, to some people that's going to be taking a bunch of vacations and exploring and doing a bunch of stuff fine but to others it might just be you know a beautiful afternoon where you're sitting outside with a cup of coffee and a book 
and not worried about anything but the thing that's in front of you. And I don't know at what point we were told that you have to be this machine all day and always doing and doing and doing. And if you're not doing, you're not going to be successful. First of all, success is subjective. Everybody's vision of success is going to be different. So that's problem number one. What is success? What is the success we're chasing? I don't know. So why am I chasing this? Why am I following this blueprint? Why do I feel the need to always feel like I have to do something all the time or else I'm wasting time? When in reality, I'm wasting time by doing a bunch of shallow tasks with no real meaning nor value. When I could just focus on one thing every day and do it to the absolute best of my ability and get so much more out of it than doing 12 things halfway done every day. Or just putting random things on my list just so I can check it off. Like, ooh, okay, cool. Let's do our test list for the day. Woke up, drank water, check. Went to the bathroom, check. Brushed teeth, check. Folded laundry, check. Did laundry, check. Went on walk, check. Why do those things need to be checked off? Just do it. You know, but it's like it's like it's doing something to our little brains where we're like, ooh, reward, reward, reward. The check is a reward. The check is a trap. The check is a trap because we're going to be looking at monotonous day-to-day things as tasks that elicit a reward or that get us closer to whatever. Okay, and then once you check everything off the list, then what? It's almost like we have to have just these tasks all day from sunup to sundown or else our day is wasted and useless. And it takes us out of this place of presence because even in the tasks that I enjoy that are meant to bring me presence, meditation journaling, prayer, being out in nature, whatever the task may be, I'm now thinking about the next task. Whereas if it's just something I do with no task attached to it, it's just something I do until I feel good, then I can just do it without any issue. But this idea of having a little checkbox next to everything that I do is putting me in the cycle where I can't even just focus on one thing without my brain already being on the next thing. And then I'm rushing to finish this one thing where I'm not even present enough to fully enjoy it and get the things that I need to get out of it before going on to the next thing. And I'm doing so many things at 60%, whereas I can do three things at 100 and feel so much better than 12 things at 60, just to say I did it. And what I'm realizing now, so I've adopted this concept of just doing one thing and seeing it all the way through and not moving on to the next thing until I complete it because I do need to work on my focus and I realize that having this long task list does interrupt my focus because I'm always thinking about the next thing. And that gives me an out to shut my computer down when things get hard or when I encounter an obstacle in something that I'm doing and go on to the next thing. So instead, I keep my things that I want to do in the day between one and three things, but I'm not beating myself up about it. It's not a checkbox. It's none of that. It's just ideally in my head what I would like to get done. And I have to sit and figure things out all the way through until I do them. And things that used to take me four days to complete, I'm now doing them in four hours of uninterrupted focus. So there has to be some kind of benefit. I don't know what it is yet, but it is working for me. I'm not saying throw away your task list. Look, if task lists work for you, fine. I still have an aversion of a task list. I'm just not using it as a way to be so committed to what I have to do that day. I have to 
do the things that bring me joy at a certain point. I have to live a life that I enjoy. That's what it's all about. We don't have the luxury to pick and choose moments of being present and think that when we reach the top of the mountain, all of a sudden we're going to be present beings that live a fulfilling life. It doesn't work like that. You have to give yourself the space to do those things right now. Life doesn't magically just get better when things start falling into place for you. Things start falling into place for you because life gets better. And life gets better because you start to live it. You start to be present. You start to pay attention to the little things. You start to interact with people. You start to connect with the world around you. You start to give yourself the space and the grace to become the person that you want to be, the person that you're meant to be. So I think we got it all backwards. We got it all scrambled and jumbled up. And that's okay. That's what we've been taught since we were kids. This is the system that we've been taught since we were kids. And I'm not saying it doesn't work. It works in certain situations for certain things. Absolutely. But I don't think it works for everything. And it shouldn't be for everything. Because there are certain things that just need to be utilized and implemented to make us feel our best. And to make us keep going and value life. I think about this a lot because I see a lot of people that are just frustrated with life. And frustrated and they don't know what to do and they don't know what's next. And they don't know this and they don't know that. And it's heartbreaking. Because it's like, you know, maybe just spending time with yourself could help you feel more hopeful about life. Without any agenda, without anything, no... You don't have to think of, okay, when I go outside in nature, then I'm going to do this. And then it's like, no, just go outside and do nothing. Just regroup yourself, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe you just go outside and if you, let's say you like to read, read a book outside. Maybe you like to draw, take your sketchbook and draw outside. Maybe you just like to people watch, people watch. No agenda, no outcome needed. Just be you in your totality. And I think we need to make a conscious effort to get back into that more. And I'm speaking to myself, but I'm also speaking to you all because I know there are people out there that this resonates with. I'm going to keep you guys updated on this journey because this is a newfound realization for me that I am a task chaser and I am working on not being one anymore. But I'll keep you guys posted and keep me posted if you guys do resonate with this revelation i guess that i had i would love to hear you guys's perspective on it how you guys feel or what you guys have gone through if you guys have gone through or if this sparked a light in your brains i'd love to hear about it please share with me shoot me a dm or just shoot me a message or if you have my personal number text me let's chat anyways thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of snaps and golf claps I appreciate each and every one of you. Please, again, make sure you share this episode if you enjoyed this episode. Tag at Snaps and Golf Claps on Instagram and leave a rating and a review if you haven't yet. And that is all, guys. Thank you guys again. And as always, be a little better every day. Love you guys.